Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Combine is underway and the offense is already in and out of Indy. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Mayock to AJ's Charles Davis. And with me, as always, is AJ... The Bucky to Rob's DJ, Marchese. That second one's a lot more accurate than the first one, I'll say that. Today, we're going to break down all of the best and worst offensive performances at the 2020 NFL Scouting Combine. So let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Going out to Vegas, maybe Looking for a young or a two-o. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Okay, AJ. The first two days of the 2020 NFL scouting combine are over. We saw the offense. uh, And it was pretty great. I mean, the scouting combine, hard to beat. Especially when Rich and DJ are in the booth. We get Mayock in there. We got jokes flying. It's the the new format's weird. I'm personally only a fan because it uh, it, it stops me from missing it because of work. But other than that, I think the new format's horrible, and they should go back to the old way. It's it's just like the ambiance is kind of weird for me. I don't know. It feels it feels wrong that it's not morning time. I know, and it's like kind of disorienting. And I think that's part of why we keep getting the comment after dark, and they're just kind of off the rails with some of the jokes. And I love it, but I also <laughs> hate it. Sure. Also, I kind of don't like the the big night the first night either. Yeah. I no, know. I agree. I like starting with my offensive line and my running back. Like a nice little warm up, and, yeah. then, uh, and then that's we Saturday. Dive, yeah. No, I agree. That's a good take. Um. Other than that, oh, actually, I have one more thing. I kind of noticed a lot of guys aren't running the three count. Yeah, I know. I mean, is that first is of all, that we- the effect of DK Metcalf? Ooh, I don't... Possibly. I mean, like, like, what else would it, it that, be? Why else would so many receivers not run it this year? First of all, that was so fucking overblown last year. Like, it wasn't even that... Like, it wasn't wasn't a good time, but it wasn't even that bad It was, a like, a historically bad time. Yeah, I mean, Rager's time was worse, wasn't it? No. <laughs> it's close to it. Anyways. Just um, your take... Your ta- okay, no one... That, that's not the point of this conversation. If you want DK's... DK's three cone tested in the two percentile. That's how bad it was. Seven point three eight. I don't care. No one, whoever overblew that is stupid. But you can't sit here and say it wasn't all, like historically bad, especially with his other numbers. 
yeah, okay, it was bad. But it was historically <laughs> bad. In reality, did it matter? No. No, I but that's, that's not what I'm... Uh, I was just trying to point out that the guys aren't running a three-cone because it hurt DK in the draft. I mean, that's hard. Like, seeing how far he ended up sliding, when you realize, like watch the tape and see how freaking athletic and amazing he is and how great he was as a rookie... I'm mm-hmm. saying that's the effect. I'm not trying to shit on DK here. Don't spin right. it that way. Thank you. Also, I mean, obviously we just saw a lot of guys not testing in general, right? I I feel like every year that the, there's that, though. But, like, a lot of the guys who were, t- like, so f- I th- specifically with the receivers, I think it stood out to me, the, the lack of three-cone uh, times. Mm-hmm. And actually, the offensive line too. Not that I really care, but like we didn't see guys who are running the forty and doing everything else uh, do the three cone. Like Henry Ruggs didn't do the three cone. I know he got banged up, uh, but still, like Lavisca Chanel, Jerry Judy, so many guys just didn't run the three cone. More than half of the receivers didn't run. The yeah, three-cone. and that's why it's like seeing spoiler alert, but like seeing how great Denzel Mims was. Mm-hmm. Like that really stood out, and then even even still, like like you you already mentioned, Jalen Rager is just <clears throat> he was. This is another bit of a spoiler, but like he dominated the combine outside of the three cone short shuttle, and like that kind of overshadowed it. Like when I tweeted out some of my combine winners, I I still consider Jalen Rager uh, a combine winner to some extent because his broad jump and his vertical were like historically awesome and and like he was he was 10 pounds heavier than what he was listed at tcu and then he also still ran sub four five um but like it just so overblown people are like he's he's sliding it's like let me say let me say if that 40 time was better and it's not my opinion i know i'm just saying if the 40 time was better i think less people i sorry more people would overlook the and it's annoying because in reality he ran a good 40 now i know we're kind of going off on a tangent here about Jalen Rager, but like he like a what a four four seven is yeah. perfect. Like there there's not a complaint there, but because some people thought he could run sub four three, yeah, it's just it's expectations. It, it's like yeah, and it kind of ruins it. But when you, you so you see him run four four seven, and then you see Jerry Judy run four four five. They're similar. Uh, Ju- Judy is obviously a, a little taller and wirier, but. Like Jerry Judy running four four five, it's this, it's great, and I'm not trying to take that away from Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. But then, why why are we being so critical of a guy like Gregor running four four seven when he weighs ten pounds heavier and is more compact? Like you just kind of like you said, expectations, and it's kind of ridiculous. And I, anyway, like, there there's my tangent for the day. No, yeah, I agree. And like quickly, the the one thing is people just kind of aren't noticing that he weighed what two hundred six. Yeah, and he was listed at one ninety five. And like um, at the at the weigh-ins and at bench, people are saying how like dazed he is, and like how how like he clearly wanted to put on some weight for this mm-hmm. to show he's more than just some one-trick pony deep threat. That's the other thing we throw on the tape. Like he's one of the best route runners in the draft. I'm not worried about his lateral agility, uh, and he, he like. People are questioning his ability to separate. And it's like, what the... He ran a 447. He clearly separates on tape. Like, what are you talking about? It, it, it just comes back to tape over everything. This is to supplement tape... Or, testing is to supplement tape. And the smartest people in, in the NFL will tell you, testing's the third most important thing at the combine. One and two are the medicals and the interviews. Testing's the most fun, though. Oh, yeah. No, Slip. like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not I shitting know. on the idea of... But uh, some of the on-field stuff I wouldn't be afraid to, to criticize. 
Uh, not the sleds, though, Rob. I no. love the sleds. Just get rid of it after one day. Tight ends <laughs> yeah. were so bad at it. They're like, let's not even bother. I think the the more and more I watch the combine, the less I care about the on-field um, like Oh, the for sure. For sure. It's like, it, it really, to me, it only stands out if a guy is so much better. Like, for example, Cam Akers yeah. um, in the Deuce, Deuce Daily, Daily drill. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so much better than everybody else, so that really stood out to me. Yeah. Um, or like C.D. Lamb in, in that weird fade into the end zone that wasn't the end zone. They Terrible. used pylons instead of the end zone. Like C.D. Lamb stood out in that to me. I, like I, guys like that. Or, or like Jedrick Wills with his hands in, in uh, punching bag drills. Things I, like that stand out. But at the, at the same time, if a guy's like not standing out, it's not a criticism unless he's just got awful. And one more thing, though. like I, I kind of like how much they're throwing the ball to the running backs now. Yeah, like, no, that, that the running backs on field was, I think, the uh, for offense, my favorite thing. Because, like you said, like running that Texas route and like mm-hmm. doing all the new drills for the running backs were really good. But, like, every other position's new drills seemed bad. Yeah, I agree. And, like, uh, going back, it's nice to see Jonathan Taylor catch the ball so well. Yeah, no, yeah. like, um, I, I think seeing, like, that, like, not that it should, but. At least in draft Twitter's mind, like seeing Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire like excel so much in the on field stuff, it's gonna really stick out and then like maybe guys like JK Dobbins who just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like I'm not trying to bang him in, in, in a spot here, but um You're like, just saying in people's he might minds. fit yeah, in, in in as we are members of Draft Twitter, um, like guys like that could kind of not fade, but maybe I, they, they sub like I don't know what I'm saying. No, no, I I know what you're saying, and I agree. I think it happens every single year. Just it's a little bit of recency bias. It's a little bit of just like you got to see them do it bias. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anywho, are, are you ready to uh, jump into some combine talk? Oh, I thought we were more our specific combine talk. I wish. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, let's talk our overall winners. I mean, I've got more than one. I'm sure you do too. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to debate who the true number one overall winner of uh, the 2020 NFL scouting combine offense is. I will debate you. We're going to have different people. You don't have Tristan Wirfs. Of course I have Tristan Wirfs. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I think I think other people might not, but I, I think if you don't, you're silly. I, it was a historical comp- Like I think the only other guy you can argue is uh, Henry Ruggs. And it it was like for the number one spot, yeah. Um, and and although Wirfs was the number one guy on the freaks list uh, in the summer, um, I think the expectations not not that they weren't high, but Rugs were higher. So yeah. what were and Wirfs overall, I think, was just more impressive performance. Like he set the vertical jump record for offensive line, tied broad jump, uh, ran sub four nine with a uh, sub one seven ten. Yeah. Um, what else did he do? Oh, he checked the arm box with 34-inch arms. He came in at 6'5", 320. I feel really good that I was, re- like, what not that you weren't, but we were both really high on Wirfs, and I, I put a Trent Williams comp on him, and was uh, some some people on Twitter didn't like that when I tweeted that out a, a couple months ago. And um, then that's all he's getting compared to now. It looks pretty good athletically, for sure. I mean, going back quick, it's like when people are saying Ruggs might beat John Ross's 40 time, no one was saying that. Tristan Wirfs is going to be the best jumper in the history of off the line, right? So that's it's uh, another thing with expectations, right? So yeah, yes. Wirfs, Wirfs clearly the winner. Um, also, his quads were just 
I, I don't even understand how you get quads that big. It's massive. For sure, like, body beautiful. And, yeah, I don't know. Another another guy who, like, I know he was, like, on the freaks list, but it almost felt like people forgot how I was gonna athletic say, he was. I was yes, and I was going to say this. Um, with him, it, it felt like because of all the, the hype around Wills and Becton, and mm-hmm. rightfully so, it felt like Worst was kind of just not being forgotten, just but kind of like, oh, he'll slide to 10... 11 something like that and now it feels like just even though like the wills and becton had great days too um worse worse would you be surprised if he ends up being the first guy off the board like i wouldn't but i already thought him and wills were closer than i think a lot of people thought yeah. but I, at, the, at the same time guy like dj i think becton's his number one tackle exactly and like even like in the broadcast booth um it almost felt like they talked more about becton's performance which and they, keep, they 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 will not stop referencing Worfs as being an all pro guard. Yeah, I feel like okay. First of all, he's clearly a tackle now, like he was before, and I don't I don't know how you don't think he is now. Yes, they just kept saying like that he could be. Yeah, he'd be a really good tackle, but he'd be an all pro guard. What? What? Why? Why? I, I just I uh, I there's some disconnect there with me because I think he is. Him and Wills, I think, are both top ten talents in this class, and are both franchise tackles. At this, yeah, like at this point, though, like he checked all the tackle boxes. I don't, I don't even know why you're trying to put him at guard. Yes, and I think Browns fans would love if he falls to them at ten now, uh, and I don't know if he'll be there. I don't know either, but yeah, it uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who goes first between Worfs and Wills and Becton I guess even right and, and speaking of Wills I also threw him as an overall winner because although athletically Worfs I think overshadowed him yeah. obviously but on field I thought just Wills is a monster and like his I, hand yeah. speed and power is just it's rare and yeah first of all he like, looked so good in all the drills and the testing was like really solid it just again yeah. overshadowed by uh, uh I was going to say, if Worfs didn't just absolutely destroy the Combine, Wills' Combine numbers would have more talk, I think. I Absolutely. I mean, again, like, it just... <laughs> they all kind of uh, hurt each other, except for Worfs. Like, Becton's performance was really nice. I know it was just a but, short one, but... but yeah, I think that's... It. Uh, the other thing... Yeah, Beck, Becton, we only got to see around the 40, but to, to run... Um, what was it? Five five ten flat, right? Yeah, yep. At, at three hundred and sixty four pounds, it's insane. It just it, 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 him and Worfs watching them run the forty didn't feel real. One eight flat split for Becton too, like that's insane numbers. And I mean, like, that, I, I think the offensive line was the most impo- impressive overall. For I me. I don't think I've ever been so impressed by an offensive line in Indy. Um, just like obviously the, the, that's kind of like the big three, but. Andrew Thomas, I thought, had a really impressive, uh, like, quietly. Like, I've got him somewhere later in the show. Um, And then Ezra Cleveland, although it was kind of expected he he might steal the show as an offensive lineman, uh, he fully lived up to it. Like, Ezra Cleveland, like, every single drill and test, he... uh, he, Him and Worfs were the two best uh, athletes on the O-line there. Um, The only thing with Cleveland is his arms came in... Uh, under th- uh, 33 and a half. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, that's kind of worrisome. Yeah. But then there was already some who believed he'd be a guard partially because uh, like he plays, he, he plays too high and obviously mm-hmm. the lack of length. But then you see these numbers and it's just like, 
he ran a better three cone than Jalen Rager. <laughs> it's insane. I know. Uh, like at thirty reps too, pretty good. I Short mean, arms, baby. Thirty three is not that bad. But yeah, it's not like he was doing thirty one and doing thirty reps. Anyways, no, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, one of the biggest winners for sure. From and the he's, offense. I think, generally considered a late day two guy. Uh, I wonder how high he can move up now. I think I think the I think the arm thing bangs him a bit, but and, and obviously the depth of this class, but just overall the offensive line is so impressive. Yeah, like really, like everyone outside of Trey Adams. Well, well done. <laughs> Come on, I'm kidding. Well, not Wait, really. Is Tra- Trey Adams, the Benny Lemay of the offensive line group. <laughs> it's true. I mean, Trey Adams, he's a good football player. This is a bad. So Benny Lemay. Uh, anyway. Uh yeah, so I, I ended up throwing Worf's Wills and uh Cleveland and Beckton down as overall winners from, nice. from the offensive line. Um you wanna talk some uh we'll do, we'll do running backs and then we'll 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 do the beauty positions after, but I mean I think Jonathan Taylor's forty yeah. was kind of the the big thing that stood out, but I thought Cam Akers was the best back there. I okay, so I mean I gave the nod to Jonathan Taylor, but I, 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 like it was a debate. I think like Acres looked the best in the drills, and like what he four four seven. Yeah, four four seven, and he came in at two seventeen, so he's he's heavier than a lot of people thought, mm-hmm. and still to run that, and he was like we mentioned the Deuce Staley drill. He was so light on his feet and smooth. He caught the ball well. Mm-hmm. I thought he he was yeah best in the on field. It's just running a four three nine at two twenty six for Taylor was insane. It's freaky. And again, like I said, Taylor looked really good catching the football too, which is one of the things you weren't sure about just because the Wisconsin offense. But yes, especially because um, overall, not not that the running back group was especially slow or anything, but like we knew Clyde Edwards Hilaire wasn't going to run that fast. We knew Zach Moss wasn't going to run that fast. Yeah. So then guys like Taylor and Akers who are and Swift for that matter, who are in that that top 5 group running as fast as they did, I thought really stood out. Swift was almost kind of overshadowed. No, I thought he had a nice comment. I was about to say that. Like he he checked all the boxes for himself. It just wasn't the flashiest. Still looked really good in the drills though, too, as you'd expect. My, my, yeah, my my main takeaway from seeing that running back group was, I I wouldn't take one in the first round because one of these uh, like one of these guys is going to be there on day two. Yeah, no. and they're all so close for me. Like coming off this, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jonathan Taylor the first running back off the board. I but I agree because like like sometimes the combine doesn't matter but sometimes it matters so much like when you see a guy that size run a 439 you know a team is just gonna fixate on that number right yes and i would rather have cam Akers day two or clyde ever well i'd rather have any of them day two over any of them day one obviously mm-hmm. but like that's how close they are for me and you know one of them's gonna be available day two yeah and like yeah i don't know it, it, We'll save, we'll save it, but uh, yeah, I think Akers and Taylor were the big winners from the running back group. One thing with Akers is he, the four four two shuttle was a little meh, but other than that, like like yeah, I think again the drills he really stood out though. Um, okay, let's let's. Uh, I, I put two receivers down for overall winner. Um, obviously mentioned Rugs already, but Denzel Mims he's had the best combination of yeah. Senior Bowl and and combine that like I've seen from. A receiver in general in a long time. For sure. Or ever. I mean, yeah, because he killed the senior bowl. Was it 6'3", 207, almost 34-inch arms. I know arm, arm, like, not the biggest thing, but still impressive. 
four three eight, which I don't like. I we knew he was fast, but I don't think he, we expected four three fast. I th- I was thinking four four five. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thirty eight and a half. I would have been I would have been happy with anything under four five. Too. Me too. Thirty eight and a half vert, uh, ten nine broad. Then the six 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 number of the beast three cone baby like that's <laughs> nice. You wrote that yesterday. I can tell. I, I swear to God, off the top of my head, didn't have it on paper. Impressive. You, tell, you tried it in the mirror, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, I think to me, although like everything was so impressive, that three cone is insane. Yeah, but I, you know what's shocking? Uh, jumping ahead a little bit, the short shuttle was really bad, which is kind of kind of weird. But I don't. I, I care so little about the short shuttle. I know. Me, me too. I. I mean, I, I try not to overvalue one testing mechanism over another mm-hmm. uh, too, too substantially. But, like, I mean, is Isaiah Hodgins winning the short shuttle really moving the stick for you when he struggled in a lot of the other things? No, yeah, no it's Exactly. Not. Like, obviously a really great one to go with a, another rate. But, like, I'm not banging Mims for a, a lack of great short shuttle time when he was awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. And especially when he got the cone. I'm just saying it's kind of surprising. Uh, and then Ruggs, obviously, mm-hmm. goes sub 4-3, um, dominates everything he does. Uh, and we knew, he, we, uh, I like, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of Ruggs, Lamb, or Judy be the first receiver off the board. Uh, it's kind of a coin flip right now. Yeah, and, like, I'm not going to criticize a team for taking one over the other. Like, to me, all three are top 12 talents. Yeah, I mean, also like the forty-two inch vert, ten nine broad, like those numbers are great too. It's not just the forty. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he dominated the entire thing. Yeah, and then he went home. Um, he did nothing else, which I respect. Didn't didn't need to. Didn't need to exactly. Um, and then just just although like nothing, I I, I feel like the quarterbacks. It's kind of uh, obviously the testing is the least important mm-hmm. thing, or the least important for them. But, I mean, just seeing Justin Herbert and Jordan Love both at the sizes they came in at and then just to be clearly the best throwers of the football and the most athletic passers there, yeah. I think that was huge. No, for sure. I mean, yeah, Herbert, Herbert's testing was really strong. Um, Love's pretty solid. But, yeah, it's just – again, like I don't I don't care too much about the on-field stuff, but they were clearly the, the two best. I, yeah, like – the, there was uh, some not great throws from some people, but uh, I mean their arms really stood out. Yeah, and Jacob Eason's cannon, baby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Cole McDonald just being a future H back. I love Cole, but uh, <laughs> me too. But yeah, I thought I thought they were definitely worth mentioning. Um, biggest disappointments. I think just overall the tight end group. Yep. really was not great, and like my three biggest. Three of my, I put five guys down for biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Three of them are tight ends. Who's the Who's the number one tight end for you? Hunter Bryant because I thought he would dominate. Okay, that's very fair. Like he was definitely disappointing. What was it like a four seven four? Uh, he came in heavier at two forty eight. He came in at two forty eight. So I, I'm seeing six two two forty eight when he came in. I was like, if he were on sub, uh, sub four seven, sub four six. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, there's rumors of that. I would be, like, his numbers aren't, like, god-awful or anything. It's just, again, expectations. Yeah. And then also his lack of size obviously doesn't help with that. But, yeah, he ran 4.74. Like, he only verted 32.5. Yeah. Um, Bro- his broad he, was he average. Uh, his three cones was a yeah. bit above average. 
Yeah. No, it was really like I can't, I fully agree. It's all just expectations because again, I thought he was going to look so good on the field in Indy. He's, yeah, I thought he was much faster on tape. Yeah. See, I don't want to jump ahead, but he, he I got him for a later category, Rob. Um, yeah. I know it's it's kind of weird, and like you said, just all like were any of the tenons really impressive? So, I mean, for me, the the like, I mean, Dalton Keene, come on. <laughs> But yeah, I know. Um, it, it's funny because like Cole Komet dominated some things, Adam Trotman dominated others, but they struggled with the, the things they didn't dominate. Yeah, exactly. It was like exactly. It was like like no one had like that complete no domination. And I think it's really like there was clearly already. Is there even a tight end in the top fifty in this class? Probably not. And it was kind of confirmed at the combine. Wait, wait, wait. Albert O is four four nine though, Rob. I still don't. Understand I don't either. That. He went um, home and he's smart for doing so. Yes, and, and I also put Harrison Bryant as a big uh, disappointment because I thought this is the this is the guy who's like he's got some Mark Andrew comps, like he's this big, lean, jumbo size head on, and he just like he was okay. I don't like he he was I think he's one of the biggest sliders coming out of uh, Indy. Like just he also he also has really short yeah arms. one in the, in the for one percentile for arm length at tight end. And and he's six five. And he's six five. Yeah, like okay, like he, he, he weighed in nice except for the arms. But then yeah, the four seven three, like it's above average, but I thought he was gonna be faster than that. The vert was not good, the broad was not good, the three cone was not good. Like he he had a really rough outing. Like anyone who had him tight end one, I know there were some people, like uh, it's hard to justify now. I know not everything's yes. the combine, but still when you when a guy's tied to his athleticism it's 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 hard. Yeah, uh, and I also put Thad Moss just because him not being able to yeah. test, and then he also like we knew he wasn't a massive, uh, didn't have a ton of size yeah. or anything, but to come in at, at, at six two, like same size as Hunter Bryant, and he's not the same athlete as Hunter Bryant. Hunter Bryant was a disappointing yeah. athlete, so that that just kind of worried no, me. I feel the same way. Um, I, and then I, I threw two receivers down. Um. I don't know if do you, do you have anybody who else? I I got a receiver. Yeah, I can. Okay, K, KJ Hill who, who, was really disappointing for yeah, me. Yeah, that's the yeah, and like speed's not his game, but I thought he was a better athlete than some people expected. And then just the four, like honestly, the four six didn't even bother me that much. It was it was the jumps, yeah. like his vert and broad being so poor was kind of the more scary thing. And then we didn't even like he didn't even run the three which cones, just, which I thought. I thought that'd be the spot where he would be at his best yeah. because he's such a cleaner yeah. outrunner. Uh, and then, so that kind of scared me a yeah. little bit. And, uh, yeah, just kind of kind of disappointing. Um, and in such a deep receiver class, like, he, he could be there on day three. Uh, it feels like he will right now. I mean, I just, yeah, it's, again, it's expectations where I just thought KJ Hill would go out and have, like, a, a surprisingly nice combine, and he did the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Um I also put LaVisca Chanel just because it feels like he kind of got lost in That's, the shuffle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, he's obviously a rare size at 6'1", 227, mm-hmm. like A.J. Brown-esque size. I didn't think he blazed at the 40 or anything, but 4.58 was a little slower than I, I was hoping, and then he didn't do anything else. Um, I, I don't know, just like because I, I, I really like that A.J. Brown yeah. comparison. Um, and, and obviously last year, A.J. Brown went out there and did he dominate? No, but he, he exceeded pretty much all expectations in his athletic yeah. testing. And then you kind of get the opposite here. Yeah, like, like the 4.58, it, 
like it's not like it's a terrible terrible number but again we, no because it's not like he's that's not his game like he's more of that yak running the back receiver thing uh offensive weapon you expected but a better number though, right and, and i was hoping like he would dominate explosive yeah. testing but he didn't pass yeah. And then it doesn't help again that some of these other receivers just lit it exactly. Out. No, you're right. Just lost in the shuffle. Exactly what you said. Do, do, do you have any other? No, disappointments? those are mine. Okay, so you just copy me. Noted. <laughs> Biggest well, rise. You copied me on KJ Hill. Uh, <laughs> I put. Uh, I put number one. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Fuck. It's sorry, okay. man. Ezra Cleveland was my number one riser. I think. I just ended up trying not to repeat. So I put Ezra as a winner. So I didn't put him as a riser, but he, obviously he yeah. is one. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do a non-repeat he, unless you want to talk. Or do you want to talk more about Ezra here? Like, he just... I, I just I was just going to ask. Like, obviously, I think the lack of arm length really scared some people at first from him being a tackle. But then to dominate in that way, I kind of, like, re reinforced that he's going to be a tackle like at first yeah. at least. And I'm just wondering how high do you think he can end up going? I think top fifty is a real possibility right now. Me too, because I mean, think about how hard Colton Miller was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean on tape, how, how, how they're not that far off on tape, are they? No. And I think what works against Ezra Cleveland going like Colton Miller high is just the overall talent of this tackle class and the yeah. depth of yeah. it too. So like I mean there's a couple tackles I, I I'll get to in a bit. But there's there's other tackles who had just like Andrew Thomas quietly awesome days, but because the big three were just so free. Yeah, I I, I kind of like I'm glad we're talking Andrew Thomas because he did have a really 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 strong performance. Just yeah, it just got so overshadowed. But for him, that was a massive one because he kind of like it wasn't yeah. he wasn't really save it for save it for the category, friend. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, Come we on, we're talking biggest okay, risers. Okay. I'll go with another offensive lineman, uh, Matt Hennessy. Okay. He 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 could fit that. I didn't put him down for anything, but like he was like quietly. I thought very impressive, especially when obviously Cush and Mary got yes, hurt. Which sucked. So you didn't get this. Yeah, and like Caesar Ruiz, Ruiz like dominated, but that you kind of expected him yep. to stand out. I and I didn't think testing was going to be Hennessy's game, and then he just looked pretty good when a lot of the other yeah, guys. Yeah, I'll throw the numbers out. So it came in at six four three zero seven uh, five one eight forty, which fine, like very fine. Uh, 23 reps, yeah. 30 vert, 110-inch uh, broad, 7.45 3-cone, 4.6 shuttle. And then he was top five, if not – no, I'll say top three of the interior offensive linemen on the field in the drills. Yeah. No, he, he definitely stood out. He looked like a plug-and-play day two and Exactly. That's, I feel the same way. I think he kind of just locked himself. I guess he's not a rise-rise, but put himself on that radar, and I think he's a potential – Second round guy, at least third round guy, and yeah, like you said, plug and play. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you have, do you have any other non wide receivers or slash running backs? Like, do you have any other linemen, or do you want to jump into no, some receiver talk? Because I think there's a lot of big guys. Two receivers. Okay, first I'm gonna say Justin Jefferson because he, not like no one thought he was super slow, but I don't think anyone thought he was gonna run a four uh, four no, three at all. Like like would you would have been happy with like what four five three? I think, yeah, no, I, I think anywhere under four five five because of he's like the big slot and he's such a, a, yeah. a great route runner, and then he he kind of blew up expectations on everything he tested at, and I think 
there's there's a strong argument that he's one of the five best uh, receivers in this draft class, especially when, like, I like LaVisca Chanel, but you you know more, with, you're safer with taking a, a Justin Ex- Jefferson. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Like, I don't want to put too much stock in the combine, but it feels like Jefferson kind of leapt Chanel on a lot of boards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he didn't have that, obviously he didn't run a three cone, but, like, Jalen Rager kind of, like, that took away from his combine, like we mentioned, where Justin Jefferson just came in, like, 6'1", 202. That's awesome size in the slot, and the fact that he can, he, he's he got that 37-inch vert, that four four three speed, and we already know how crisp a route runner he is. Like, he's fast Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah, like, if you had to bet right now, would he be a first-round pick? I agree yes. with you. Um yeah, and the one the 126 inch broad, like he, like you said, everything he did, he smoked. I was mm-hmm. going back to your like your first point off the top of the show. I wonder if we'll keep seeing more and more players, especially receivers, just wait till they're pro day to run the agility stuff, or just not run it. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if like teams will get irked if they don't. But yeah, yeah. Also, I think part of the the reason some guys didn't test and stuff we heard was the new setup so like teams didn't want to or yeah. agents didn't want their like some of the top guys doing stuff and it just being a new setting and the agents haven't dealt with that before so i think that played yeah that played into some For of sure. it too um uh another big riser uh a michigan man donovan people's jones he put boy. the numbers that he wanted to put up yeah like, like yeah the whole thing with donovan people's jones was always he's i mean he was a five yeah. star he's he's great size elite athleticism Lacked um, whoa, quarterback whoa, whoa. play at Michigan. Uh, never put up huge numbers. Big flashes, but never consistent. And then he came and ran sub 4-5. 44 and a half inch vert, which was the best. Uh, 139 inch broad. Both his jumps are 99 percentile. Uh, just clearly a freaky athlete. Um, who uh, I think... I mean the the people who are standing him for day two. It feels, although it's such a crazy little class, vindication. Though. Uh, yeah, it feels very, yeah, very feel, feel, feels very yeah. possible. I mean, again, he only did the three, but he smoked those three uh, tests. I again, like that's that's what he wanted to do, and that's like you said, the people who liked him at day two. That's what they expected from him, and he went out and did it. Like, I well, I think he exceeded their expectations. No, yeah, I guess I I like. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, I don't think anyone was saying he's going to be the best jumper there at the position, but, yeah, that's fair. Um, who else do you have? Yeah, for Chase sure. Chase Claypool. Oh. Our, our Canadian brother came in 10 pounds heavier. Everyone's like, oh, is he going to – because obviously there was the – maybe he should be a tight end, especially in a weak class. Like, he's that move, he could be a move tight end if he had some weight. Comes in 10 pounds heavier uh, than at the Senior Bowl. Uh uh, proceeds to run four four two, which is I mean I thought he'd run four six, uh, vert forty and a half, broad one hundred twenty six, and he still threw up nineteen on the bench. Like he had, like, he be, he put the the move tight end stuff to rest. He's gonna get some Vincent yeah. Jackson comps now. Uh, I, that that's just one I threw out there. Uh, give me all the credit. Um, but yeah, he had like one of the scariest combines for a receiver yeah, that size uh, of all time. Freak. I mean, hey, tight end one, Rob. What's wrong with being tight end one? But the he him more than anyone yeah, sending me back to shape. Sure. Uh, on mock draftable, his number one athletic comparison, 
Jared Cook, 99%. How about that? I'm, st- oh, I'm still Asian. pushing this tight end one thing, baby. I, I, don't, <laughs> I think there ain't nothing wrong about being tight end one. I'll say that. But, yeah, absolutely. He's he's. Cl- He's clearly the a, a great enough athlete to be a wide receiver, though. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, if I were to power rank guys sending me back to the tape after the combine, he would be sitting numbers. Like yeah, the Vincent Jackson thing. I think it's seventy eight point six percent on mock draftable comparison. So yeah, nice. He, he was just a freak I, I, for sure. Like, how high do you see him going now? I don't know because the receivers class so deep. I like I said, I have to go back I, to the like, tape on him because I thought I thought he was day three, like a mid yes. to late day three like guy. He, yeah, and now I, no, I don't yeah, know. That's I like like he looked, felt like a fifth round guy, and no third potential. Like it's, yeah, he had a monster performance. And the people, the people who the people who love Michael Pittman <laughs> should be all over Chase Claypool, in my opinion, because I've never been like I like Michael Pittman to me. I thought he's like fourth round. Um, Reminds me of uh, uh, of uh, Michael Floyd. Uh, he's got some some upside, like impressive upside, but I, I think lack of yeah. running skill, like certain things, whatever. And Chase Claypool is a very similar skill set with way more athleticism, and that's not like like he, Michael Pittman yeah, had a really yeah. good combine too. It's just uh, who uh, else do you have as a big rusher? Sorry, I gotta go back up. Sick, this is good <laughs> podcasting. Was- I, I, I'm going to take this as you don't have anybody, uh, so I'll throw two more. Uh, two guys who I think are running backs from uh, one one ran yeah. as a receiver. Antonio Gibson clocked a four three nine at 228 pounds. Get him the right offense, and uh, I think you, you've got an explosive playmaker, complete receiver, and running back. And uh, my boy Darren no, Tennant, I thought he had a great combo. Um, and do you think Gibson's like like almost almost his four three nine's a little slept on because he tested as a wide receiver? Yeah, it was slipped on. People aren't like it's insane. Exactly, is insane. thirty-five. Like, like he killed everything he did, and yeah, like if he if he was a running back in Indy, he'd be up there with Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers being spoken about. And uh, mm-hmm. with Darrington Evans, I think I think he was a little overshadowed because, like you said, like Jonathan Taylor really stood out. Guys like that, but he ran four four one. He looked really yeah. good in on on field drills too. I think he's like kind of he. He is a guy who is just another justification of why you shouldn't draft a running back early. That's it's my take. I'm a big point. fan of. I I don't have anyone else. Okay, good. Thanks for wasting our time. Not. Do you have anyone? Or I, you just I didn't do online? any notes. I didn't even watch the combine. Are you just yeah, pulling just numbers off the top of your head? I just read a big sheet of numbers and put it to names, and that's it. I'm Raymaning this. I mean. Harrison Bryant was my Biggest number slider? one slider. I, I, yeah, oh, I just okay. felt like that was such a. I, like I said, everyone who had him at tight end one or tight end two, it's just all tied to his athleticism. And then he went out and I, it, it wasn't a terrible, terrible performance. But for what he was supposed to be, again, expectations, it was a really bad performance. So, uh, my one of my sliders, I just put wide receivers with speed questions who didn't run, and that's specifically Tyler Johnson, Colin yeah, Johnson, and T Higgins. <laughs> Because I think obviously seeing this receiver class out there really impressive, and then those guys are all just kind of mm-hmm. a little bit forgotten about. All guys who are, I think, contending to be top fifteen, top ten receivers in this class, 
And uh, again, like like I mentioned with J.K. Dobbins off the top, like they just kind of flipped the no, back of your mind. Absolutely. Um, it, I, yeah, I know it's it kind of sucks because you you don't know what they would test, but like yeah, it's just all doubt, right? Yes, uh, and in two receivers who did test, maybe they shouldn't have. Uh, Juwan Jennings had like a to me a historically bad combine for a guy who could have been yeah, like well, a fourth round second pick. best three cone though, Rob. It like yeah, in reality, it's not even that good. But like for a size, it's like yeah. Just I'll, I'll no one ran it. Give me one sec. I just gotta get to you're, get to you're the slow on the draw. He, he is not the second best. Oh, I heard Juwan Johnson. I'm so sorry, about. not Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings had Juwan a bad, Jennings. Yeah, he did have a bad call. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm calling Juwan Jennings, Juwan Johnson, yeah, yeah. a potential fourth yeah. round pick. Um, Juwan Jennings, yeah, I thought he had like a, a quietly solid senior bowl, mm-hmm. and then he came in and he just lacked so much athleticism. And I know that's not his game; like he's at his best as a yak receiver, but you can't really like you can't justify like drafting him too. I, I even was like meh on his senior I, bowl. Like, but you're right though. I, I, well, I think I think he's yeah, fine. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. So <laughs> yeah, stop trying to attack me. Yeah. Uh, I also put in yeah, Tony but I mean, Gould. we're not surprised. Yeah, but again, it's just like, why am I drafting this guy on late day two when I can take a Donovan Peoples-Jones on late day two? Obviously, didn't have the same production, but there's just so much more upside. You know what I mean? I like, agree. bet on the I athlete. don't see him going day two now. Uh, well, I, I don't think either of us did at this point anyway, but there was some talk. Of that, and, like, now it's like, it's yeah, probably late, like, day three pick. Uh, like late fourth, early fifth. Again, like you said, the strength. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't exactly. take him in the fourth. In the strength class. of the, the class pushes him down too. Well, I'm watching. I'm watching a, uh, a replay of the combine right now. Watching Michael Pittman run the gauntlet. Moving, so moving off the board. Strategy. Hey, James Prochan. Uh, watch him, baby. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, oh you're watching too. Okay. Um, I also uh, I, I threw down three more. Trey Adams, Jake Fromm, uh, and Jerry Pink. Correct, correct. Uh, I, I don't think either or anyone really thought Trey Adams but, would be a great athlete by any means, but for him to yeah. be that poor of an athlete... It's, it's not a good sign. I love how he was like the first one to run, too, which no. kind of sucks. Uh, Sad. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Plus his injury history. Exactly. Like, I don't think... I, I Obviously, the first-round stuff was gone, but I think if his medicals checked out and he was, like, a fine athlete, he could have mm-hmm. been a potential day-two guy. I like him, I think, a little more than you do, for sure. But now, like, I don't know. Injury-prone yeah, no, and I, can't I, move. That was a mean thing to say. But you're not wrong? Like, I, no, I agree. Like, the late third-round potential was there, and he kind of just killed his expectations, his hopes. Yeah. So. And then... Then with Fromm, he just his arm stood out as yes. for a bad reason. Uh, he was a worse athlete than him and Jacob Eason were so clearly the two worst athletes. Him, Jacob Eason, James Morgan, the worst athletes. But at least with Eason, you've got all that arm talent and size. And Fromm just so like lacks the size, lacks the arm. Like I thought, he he was clearly behind the obviously love Herbert. I thought he looked worse than Hurts. Uh, I 100% agree, and 
we talked in our preview show, like this setting was always the on field stuff was always going to make him look bad, and I think he exceeded the negative expectations, which is not good for Jake Fromm. Yes. Uh, and then Pinkney, just again, cloudy tight end class. He could have maybe been a top six tight end, maybe. I, I'm lower on him than I think you are, but he just his lack of athleticism is gross. Like I don't know if I would draft him. This tight end class is just horrible. <laughs> I was like hoping, like like okay, like there's there's a little bit of there's a couple guys you kind of like. I was kind of hoping they go to Indy and like you get some surprise testing numbers. But it was just the fucking opposite of that. Like, the guys that you thought were going to be good athletes. Well, I mean, Trump is three-tone for sure. And Komet's jumps. Like, those two are clearly... They were my tight end one and tight end two. And I thought Bryson Hopkins was, was. like, quietly solid. But those are, like, the three guys who I thought were, like... Outside of, like, a Dalton Keene, who I don't like his tape, but obviously tests really well. But in terms of the guys who were like were potential top ten tight ends in this class, like those three were the only ones who really. Uh, Deguara like, like had a decent day. I don't want to say he helped himself, but he like he he did good. He did well. It's, but but his question have always been his ability as a red runner. Yeah, and exactly. And then Troutman didn't run yeah. as like he, he ran what four eight flat. Like it's fine. But then the the cone was so good. Yeah, and his that his big positive is his athleticism as a route runner and his exactly. change of direction ability at that size. And so, like, I think if you're going to pick, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, just a pink knee just it was not what you wanted. Kind of like um, what's his name last year? Oh, Georgia uh, tight end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nada. Yeah, pink knee four nine six, the slowest tight end there, which I didn't expect at all. <laughs> That's just a terrible, terrible time. No. Uh, no. Uh, do you have anybody That's else? Well. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Out I'll go with Danny Pinter first. <laughs> first of all, where did that come from? And had like, yeah. Well, while we're talking him, I'll throw yeah. John Runyon in. Those two were the, I think, the most surprising. Well, mm-hmm. P- Pinter's a former tight end. Um, he he's a guy Just, who I want to yeah. dive into because of how well he moved. Obviously, um. And then with Runyon, it's a guy who kind of he played all over that Michigan lineup. Me I did neither. not think he's that type of Michigan fan. I I didn't see that at all, and like he kind of killed every test, which shocked me. And he yeah, had a really like, good East West run. I think both Pinter and Running pretty good in the drills too. Not not that it's it's crazy to yeah. No, like the their potential date like day three guys for mm-hmm. sure That's who good. I want to dive in on. Um, who else? Yeah. Um. How about Raymond yeah, Clays? Uh, there was rumors of his 40 speed. And I like, they were talking about how some teams might be working him as a receiver. I kind of like the idea of him being in that kind of gadget slot, like wide receiver four, wide receiver five, and just, you can use him in a couple ways, like a Richie That's James style player. And then he's, he's such an explosive athlete. He uh, he definitely caught my attention. That's interesting. Um, I, also, I also threw down a pair of receivers. Quez Watkins. Because, I mean, if you're – it's late day three. You're debating. You, you, you're a receiver. you got a couple guys here. Yeah, Quintez Cephas had, had, a, had a pretty strong year at Wisconsin. There's some stuff there you like, but he's such a poor athlete. Yeah, Quiz Watkins is a bigger unknown, but you bet uh, on that. Yeah. I mean, so one, one, one more thing to be mean to uh, Quintez Cephas is about wearing the cheetah cleats and then running what was like 4-7. <laughs> that's, 
Can't do that. I'm sorry, yeah. Quintez. You're a good football player, but uh, you can't do that. Four seven three, the worst, the worst forty time of all receivers. I also put KJ yeah, no, Osborne. He had a really well-rounded uh, combine. Like he tested pretty well, yeah. and he looked pretty good in the on-field. And obviously, he tra- he like he was very good for Buffalo last year. Transferred to Miami and was immediately a captain, high character guy. Uh, his punt return upside, and I, I like him, like as a day three guy. Surprised you don't have your uh, boy Darnell Mooney with the four three eight. I do like Darnell Mooney. He's going to get drafted down, probably. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's a potential there, for sure. I don't want to say that about any day three receiver, just because this class is crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, do you have anybody else? You, you you named one guy. And Darnell Mooney. Thanks for coming, AJ. I also put Cole, I, I put Cole McDonald because I, I didn't think he was that great. Like, as like great I think we knew he was a good athlete, but yeah, not not as great as he was. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Sub 4-6. Uh, quietly strong. We we mentioned Andrew mm-hmm. Thomas a couple a times one. for this. I thought Brandon Ayuk is, fell in this category Ayuk, as well. Is it just because you expected four fours that like? Yeah. But like his jumping was awesome. I think he, a lot of people expected sub yeah. four five and you're in four five flat. But he the thing with him is he looked yeah, awesome sure. in the on field. That, that's a good one. And that, like I thought he was a big wide receiver winner. It was just because. His 40 wasn't elite like some had expected. And then um, uh, some other, like the receiver group looked really good. But his on-field no, was good. Uh, moving to the O-line. How about your boy Jack Driscoll? I thought, wait, six foot. I didn't think he was that. Exactly. I didn't expect him to be that. Ran a 502. Uh, jumped almost 30. 114-inch uh, broad. Yeah, like th- and he looked good in the, the on-field stuff. Um and I, I already thought I liked the idea of him moving to guard, mm-hmm. and I really like it now. Like, just a big athletic guard. He lacks some arm length, obviously, but and his footwork's not the most crisp. But, yeah, I, I'd like him. Like, I, I'm pretty high on him, like, fourth that's, round. Uh, that's reasonable, in my opinion, especially, like, with the performance he had. Sticking a, O-line, I thought Matt Pert was Matt Pert. really yeah. strong um, day. First of all, like, one of the body beautiful guys. Yeah, his arm like him and Andrew Thomas. Yeah, their arms real. are so long. Um, he, he struggled a bit in like the three cone and stuff, but really, who cares? I think again, really well rounded game uh, performance, solid in the drills. And, and I think part part of what helped him is like Josh Jones didn't yeah. have like a dominant day by any means. You almost so throw it Jones kind of, like a um, little disappointing. I think some people overblew how athletic mm-hmm. he he was. Like, he's got really clean footwork. That doesn't mean he's gonna run like a four <laughs> five flat or four five. Sorry, a, f- <laughs> a five flat. Mean either of those, you're okay. right. <laughs> how about Charlie Heck? Um, Quietly strong too. Uh, not the most amazing uh, testing five one six of forty, but look good on the on field stuff. Um, I think he's another guy that quiet. I got more offensive linemen I could talk about. Uh, Go ahead. Nick Harris? Because uh, sure. I think he, he was one of the best on the field in the drills. Um, I think him and Hennessy in the first group were head and shoulders above everyone else pretty much in the for the interior off the line at least. Again, the questions are going to be the anchor and the strength. We knew he could move. Didn't blow away the – He added exactly, 10 which I, On a previous show, I kind of hoped he would, so that's that's nice for sure. Didn't blow away the, the other athletic drills, but like – 
think again quietly strong. Yeah, um, I I thought Jalen Hurts had a really like his testing was great for a quarterback, but I thought he, he yeah. quietly looked pretty good as a passer. I thought his footwork looked a lot more clean. Uh, so that's it. Like I, I after seeing him and Fromm there, I, would, I already had Hurts above Fromm, but I would definitively yeah, take Hurts above Fromm. Uh, I also threw you know Benjamin Josh Kelly down. I just thought they looked really smooth. Kelly, Kelly's Kelly's very interesting as like a one cut and go back. Um, and obviously he had the great senior bowl week, and then you know just looked yeah. really good in the drills. And I mean, what what what, you, what was his official four five seven forty? No problem with that. Yeah, like, which is fine. Pretty much what we expected. Um, maybe not a guy to put here, but like, no, you know what? He is a guy to put here. I thought he was going to get more hype because he killed it. John Hightower, the Boise State receiver. I put it. Oh, hey, that's my last one here um, too. Because yeah, just not getting enough appreciation. Yeah, I, I feel like he he moved, He ran really well, and he's. He, his stock's all over the place, though, because didn't you see yeah, DJ which, mention him like, as a day That's guy? the love, I guess, which shocked me. I, I'm i not there with him, but what a – yeah. But, like, he – interesting sure. day like, He ran 4 4 three, He jumped 38 and a half. Uh, 7 7 3 come, which was up there. Like, those are all really good numbers. Uh, only at 190. 6-1-190, yeah. he, he's, like, t- tall. He's got some height to him. He, he's a lean, deep threat, and I'm – that's yeah, how I think like Hightower too. went out and did everything plus that, like if you watch him on tape, you'd expect, right? Yes, uh, body beautiful guys. I only put two because one was just so significant. Go ahead. Uh, do you, okay. Tristan Wirfs is the body beautiful um, winner. I work every day <laughs> of my life to have fun that big. I I appreciate the big man. I'm going with Mackay Becton. I at, at six seven three sixty four. Exactly. He holds his weight really well, and obviously exactly. the four. Like he doesn't look like he's that heavy. And then uh, I, I'm a sucker for the arms. Thirty-five, almost thirty-six inch arms. I think that's that's pretty beautiful to me, Rob. Yeah, love arm length. Uh, I also put Michael Turk. I mean, you're a punter, and you can throw up 25 reps on the bench like that. Respect. Whoa, I, th- I thought you have a low key uh, conspiracy on him, but we don't have to do that. You said he was cheating. What? <laughs> well, he was, but by the NFL standards, your butt's not supposed to come off the bench, and you're not supposed to bounce. He did both, but like most guys do both, so I don't understand. And then, like, I think the guy just randomly takes off reps from whoever he the doesn't ben- like. I don't get it. Anyway, that's a different. That's a bigger conspiracy <laughs> than just. I mean, we already knew that the the bench is like the least important thing and the most overrated for some weird people. It's only you know it, yeah it's only impressive if you like exactly. put up a like like Mooty's forty four was really impressive yeah, or a exactly. really bad number yeah but for my biggest gym rat I put Natane Mooty we didn't get to see him do Dude, anything it, else like, but he won the bench I, I'm not a workout warrior like Rob is so I, I don't have that keen eye it just looked like really easy it almost looked like he wasn't locking it his arms I'll say that but I don't know it. Oh, so I th- you're in I on am the in on the conspiracy. I think the numbers are are weird. Like you said, like they're kind of like like sometimes they give the guy the rap and sometimes they don't for the same things. I'm in yes. on it. See, okay, okay. I'm starting to Reddit thread. Uh, I'll put a guy we haven't mentioned, even though he he really impressed the combine. AJ, me Dillon. too. I put him as a big gym rat because to put up those me numbers too. at two forty seven, like you yeah, just four five three. He, he, first of all, he called a shot at the forty one inch vert. That was impressive. Uh, the three cones bet, like pretty weak, but still the broad. But the, uh, you 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 didn't extract like his game is 
yeah. straight line power. Like, you didn't expect him to, like, dominate three cone or anything, and his power and explosiveness was even exactly. more than we expected. And, like, I think he's, like, my RB9 or 10. It's just, like, on day three, like, with with a guy like him to pair with an, uh, a more complete I think back, he, like, like, I, I like think teams that. are going to value him, to be honest. Because, like... Some Jim, James yeah, Conner comps. Um, I think, like, teams just get infatuated with big backs that can run fast. Jamal Lewis. He's Jamal Lewis. I said it. Uh, like, Burfs was obviously a gym rat. Not Chase Claypool. Gotta be a gym rat to, to throw up those kind of numbers, right? Uh, amen. Nah, it's just Canadian blood. <laughs> Cheers from Abbotsford. <laughs> uh, Dal- Dalton yeah. Keene. He has to be. He's a big gym rat. Because I don't like his tape, but he f- he's a freak. <laughs> he has to be. <laughs> Alright. Uh, no, moving on, or you got more talk here? Uh, one drill to ruin them all, an AJ special where a guy dominated the combine, but one drill ruined it for him. And I mean, you could just call this the Jalen Rager, yeah. the DK okay. Metcalf. This is this is all personal, and I hinted at this. It didn't ruin him at all, but I just I wanted to see Denzel Mims just fucking knock that out. I don't again. The short shuttle is not. What Denzel Mims had like a historical combine? No, I'm not. Held up I'm on not, the short I'm shuttle, not. ruining it for him. But then why would the, you you made this? It's one drill to no, ruin them all. It ruined it. it for you. I just said so. Just, it ruined perfection, Rob. I, I, he was so close to perfection. But no one's talking about it. It's not no. the same as Jalen Rager who dominated and now people hate him somehow because he ran his three cones. I think like again. I think that it's tied to the forty as well. Like not saying again. We talked about this already. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I be, people just had yeah. way too high expectations. And then I, they didn't factor in that he yeah, added no, 10 for sure. And I think, like, you could throw, like, the tight ends in here because, like, yeah, exactly. I put, I put Just, Cole Komet. His, his three-cone was so bad, like, people kind of forgot. He's yeah, freaking know, like, massive. Like, he is so exactly. big, it's I, stupid. I don't really care. Like, what? He he came in almost 6'7", 262. Uh, his broad is 91 percentile. His vert, 87 uh, four seven flat at that size is fine, but then yeah, it's three cones. Four seven, seven flat at that size in this class is really good. So when you when you yes. stack them up with everyone else, yeah. But again, I think more than anything, just talking tight ends, the Trotman three cone is like that one him the tight end group in my eyes, just because the combination of his tape is already my tight end one awesome senior bowl and then. To, yeah, he didn't test that great in other things. But I, I gave it. So oh, elite. Let me jump ahead. I gave it to Komet, but it's so like, I I I hundred percent like I understand what you're saying, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, okay. Trust the tape, not the testing. Anyone test poorly that you're like, hundred percent. Uh, this tape's too good. I I just that's a good th- one. The testing was brutal, but he's he looks so much faster than that on tape. Yeah. Well, I put Zach Moss in. I put it before, but his his forty did not end up being nearly as bad yeah. as it was originally. I think what it was yeah. four seven two at first came in at four six five, which for me I just wanted him to run four six five or better. So I, yeah, but like I think people are kind of because of his. I swear because his first uh, his unofficial first forty was a four seven two. People are like one hundred percent. I think he ends up with. Which I seems so strange to and, me. Uh, I guess people like just we're bad for like hanging up on that first unofficial number. Uh, yes, 
Because, like, 465, like, he's getting the cream hunt comps, and, like, that's who he reminds me of. Um, and, and I think that's right around what cream hunt ran, and obviously that didn't hurt his NFL. Uh, like, 462 is what cream hunt ran, and yeah. Moss is uh, heavy. Do you have anyone else? Not for that. That that was, like, just because I, I, I really I got one with the reverse. <laughs> the reverse. Just look at, look at Rob's replies, all right? Steven Montez. This is in the reverse factor. Lots of people want to give him the, a little too much credit for his on-field workout, Rob. I don't I don't yes. watch the tape. If he throws nice Although although maybe I, we should I'm make in him on that. Back. But like if you, if he throws nice at the combine but can't do it on tape, why are you giving him the nod? I I I don't know. For quarterbacks, right? Like what's the point? He you knew he was going to look yes. good in shorts and at the gym. So. Uh, okay. Finally, we're just going to pick our best guy at each position. This is, like, not necessarily all... Like, I mean, the on-field's not super important, but it's nice to yep. see a guy dominate the on-field, especially if they're a top talent. Um, Justin Herbert. Best quarterback, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, he, he threw the prettiest ball. His arm was clearly the best, and he was the best athlete. He Absolutely. had the perfect combine for him. Uh, best running back. I think this was hard because... I thought Cam Akers stood out so much for me, and I, I didn't want to leave Clyde Edwards Hilaire off anything. I thought Clyde Edwards Hilaire was like yeah. I know he ran a four six flat, but I didn't think he'd run all that fast. He looked, and uh, I don't care that he did. Like he uh, I so gave good. it to Jonathan Taylor. Fair. I'm gonna give it to Akers overall, but I think Akers and Taylor are the, the kind of the true true two. I just wanted to mention Ceh. Um, best wide receiver. This is hard because. There were so many really I, athletic ones. I 100% agree. I kept it simple. I see 427. I say you're the best, Henry Ruggs. Okay, I give it to C.D. Lamb. I it's thought he was the answer. best. Like, especially because we haven't. Re- I, I thought Jerry, Jerry, the Lamb and Judy were the two best. And, like, they tested guys. good, too, you know? Yeah, people were worried Lamb would run really slow. 4 5 yep. flat is perfect. If you look at, I think they said. The, the the average forty of the top thirty receivers in the NFL is four five like two five six like in it, with that which in that's like exactly the perfect, and he's like, faster than DeAndre Hopkins so what do you want he are you saying he's Rob, better than DeAndre Hopkins already better than DeAndre Hopkins his number one uh, his number one um, mock draftable okay, comparison well, is Justin Black just moving around my boards even more. I love it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Best tight end. You yeah, I, said. Yeah, Kmet, I mean, first of all, right? we should just abstain from this it, kind of coin, but Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think it's Trotman or Komet. Uh, I don't care that Dalton Keene killed it when he did not look very good. I in think the, the correct field. answer is Chase Claypool, but um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sir. You're Jared Cook. I emojis. You tweet that one That's out. all yeah. I got to say. I just I love mock draftable because I'm so addicted to comps. Um, I just typed Jerry Judy in, and Adam Thielen's the third highest. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I emojis again. Okay. Tristan Wirfs. Uh, best offensive tackle. His his athleticism is so awesome. freaky. At that like it's got to be him. But shout out to Jedrick Wills because he, he looked really like great Bacton's too. was impressed. Like and low key, like we said many times, Andrew Thomas. I just don't want him to keep getting uh, overshadowed because he did his job. Yeah, I mean the first round tackles look like first round tackles. 
Uh, and the best, we haven't even really talked about it. Cesar Ruiz has got to be the best interior offensive lineman, right? In everything. Like, yeah, on field away, and 40. Uh, Split was really good. I forget what it was. But <laughs> benched well. Verted. Broad. The cone was solid. Like, he, he, he killed it. And almost like, again, another guy kind of got overshadowed. I know, like, he's probably IOL one. Yeah. But still kind of compared, because just because he was with the tackles, he kind of got slept on, right? For sure, for sure. He he had a great day. Like he is a plug and play center. He's got um some of that Ooh, Eric McCoy like feel that. to him for me. Thank you. Uh, anywho, that's it for uh, the twenty twenty NFL Scouting Combine offensive special show. Tune in soon for the defensive show, baby. Once those, we haven't physically seen them test yet, so we couldn't do it, but we will once we see. Uh, so follow AJ at AJ Marquez thirteen. Follow me at Rob Paul NFL. Uh, and good night. Enjoy the combine.